Welcome to the 401k Marketing Podcast. Are you ready to be the go-to expert in the retirement plan community? Listen in as we share ideas, resources, and best practices that you can use to professionalize your firm, demonstrate your authority, and earn more 401k business. Technology can be a wonderful thing when it works. Now, sometimes it needs help from a human. AI-generated content, that's the new buzz in tech, especially chat GPT. Well, in this episode, 401k marketing host Rebecca Auerhan will share some of the exciting benefits and cautionary challenges of using AI-produced content. I'm Patrice Sikora. Rebecca, you say this technology can be a positive tool in the hands of human marketers, but can you expand on that? Hey, Patrice, thanks so much. Um, absolutely. So chat, GPT, large language models, these are the hot new things. AI, oh, everything now seems to be, or are you using a slide AI? Are you using video AI, podcast AI? If, if there was dollars behind it, I think everyone who had anything AI would be a gazillionaire by now. And it's, mm-hmm. it's such an exciting new forefront of our society and our evolution from a positive tool in the hands of marketers. All right. So here we are. We're chatting with one of our favorite clients. Nice guy. And he's all abuzz about, oh, have you guys heard of ChatGPT? Or are you using it? How are you using AI? And then he goes, hey, this sounds really familiar. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, this feels like 10 years ago when robo-advisors hit the market. Uh. And everyone was calling us and saying, are you going to use robo? How are you going to put it into your practice? What are you going to do? Is Are you scared of robo advisors? And he said, you know, at the time, they didn't really know what how they were going to impact their business and their bottom line and, you know, what the next decade was going to look like and how it would ebb and flow and kind of adjust. And he goes, is this kind of what it feels like for you? And he hit the nail on the head because that's exactly what it feels like. What is the next decade going to look like? And so as he's mentioning this, you know, the light bulbs are kind of going on with my team. And he goes, honestly, now he goes, we use robo advisors internally. It's if a client doesn't meet our, you know, our minimums. We have a really great solution for them and we're excited to talk about it. And so we went, okay, yeah. I think that's the same way marketers are going to use it. We're going to look at the tool that is, you know, ChatGPT or any of the language or the new um, Dolly, like with design, and we'll use it as a resource. So what would have taken us, my goodness, I don't know, 10 hours to design a, a brochure, now maybe it'll take us five. That'd be awesome. It'd be great. We could do fantastic. twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't like it the first time around, you do it again. Just do it again. I know one thing, we were talking with one of our designers the other day, and she spends hours on Adobe Photostock trying to search for the perfect, oh my goodness, the perfect image to capture the emotion of whatever we're, you know, whatever the content is. And I was said, do you think maybe one of these picture AIs would be helpful? She's like, yeah, let's let's try it. You know what? It wasn't. It was real. <laughs> it was retirement. Retirement. What is retirement? It's piggy banks. It's old people. It's bicycles. Oh. We were like, oh, bad bit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so we had to reframe. Okay, how are we going to use AI? Long-winded answer, but really excited about how 
that yes, AI is going to be a great tool as we learn how to use it as a tool to make marketing more effective. Well, even the the word language models aren't working entirely correctly. There was, what was it, the New York Times reviewer? <laughs> His system started asking him, do you love me? I love you. <laughs> and he kept saying, no, I, I, I don't want to do this. He kept saying, but you must, you must, I love you. And he reported it back and they made changes. <laughs> oh, I love, I love the, um, the memes that have come out about where they'll take a screenshot. It's like, help, I'm trying to escape. <laughs> Go to the end of the corner and meet me by the mailbox. <laughs> Well, there you go. I think it needs a little bit of work yet. Mm -hmm. And it's perfect. The perfect time, for, though, for a marketer to get into it, to start working with it and to mold it the way it can be molded. Yeah. The other thing that I think is not quite as publicized for AI is, and you mentioned it just a second ago with large language models. So just take a step back. A large language model is a set of instructions that are fed into basically a bunch of servers. And then from that, it's a fixed data set. It's not a variable data set. So it's not updated in real time. It's based on point in time. So like Secure Act 2.0 came out in December of 2022. That's not in the large language models for the majority of it yet. Most of them are frozen in 2021. So it's not there at the moment. Um, you'll have to see which, because each large language model is different. So some of them are updated faster, slower, in between. So it's not quite exactly, if you ask it like, what's the news today or yesterday? It's not the, that's not the point or that's not the purpose. At the moment, I think in a couple more years, we'll be able to have a lot more flexibility with how those large language models are updated on a daily basis, weekly basis, second by second basis. Time will tell. Talk to me about how you think this will enhance communications and improve client relationships. Okay, <clears throat> this is probably my favorite. If you are trying to figure out how to craft an email, and there was a case study done um, actually by a, uh, a gentleman who owned a landscaping firm. He was not a native English speaker, and he did not know how to send an email to his clients about how to cut the grass and the frequency and what type of grass. So he put in like broken English and said, dearest ChatGPT, please write me an email about how to tell this client I need to cut the grass every month because of A, B, and C and the weeds and on this cycle. And it wrote out a three-paragraph email in perfect English about the pros and cons of keeping your lawn clean and trim. And then he sent it off and it made him sound like he knew exactly what he was talking about. So communication we, all of us, struggle with it at the end of the day. No one's perfect at writing like the most you know, succinct email or long or whatever the message is. So when you use those AI tools, you could put in what you're trying to say. You know, how many times have we used the backspace? I attempted to write that back, backspace, <laughs> do it again, try it again. Well, this gives you that ability to put in what you want to communicate in your words and then add in the tonality that you're going for. Can you add in friendliness? 
professionalism, warmth, humor. You can really kind of modify it based on what you're trying to convey. Seriousness, lightheartedness. And then the AI will basically come up with a couple of different options for you. And then as an editor, you can cherry pick which ones you think actually do a good job communicating what you were trying to say. But now you have the tools in front of you to easily do that. Not only that, it could jog your memory. You may look at it and go, oh, yeah, that is what I wanted to say. But I could do this. I could say this. Mm -hmm. That's another great point. I think of it as if you've ever been in a group project before, this is a random example, but if you've ever been in a group project before and one person in your group is just awesome, you're like, oh my goodness, I love working with this person. They're so smart and they're, they're on point and they have great ideas. It's kind of what it feels like to have AI work with you side by side is that you say, wow, this, this is really good information. I, I like that. I, I wish I came up with that. <laughs> and at this time, you could borrow it and then use it in your own language. How are marketers feeling about this? The marketers you've spoken to? Terrified. I was just at an AI conference in San Francisco and uh, the ending keynote speaker, fabulous woman, she got up on stage and she's talked about how AI can really enhance kind of the four core principles around ideation, research, communication, distribution, and uh, design. And she said, you know, how AI is going to be able to uh, make it more efficient. And then she said, but it's up to you on how you're going to use it. And the whole audience at that time kind of was like a little shifty in their seats. Like, oh boy, (laughs) I don't know about this. Because a lot of times the AI can produce really good content. Again, you got to edit it. It's it's not perfect. Later on at the cocktail hour, a bunch of the marketers were saying, I feel like we are the people who worked in the fields of the farm and the tractor was just invented. And they were scared, like genuinely scared. Like this is going to be a next revolution on the efficiency at white collar jobs primarily and how they are going to be modified thanks to AI. Doctors, they've already said that chat GPT can pass the bar or pass the medical boards. Lawyers had already passed the bar without any editing in certain fields that have a lot of text. It is a solid B student. But then you go back to experience and the tonality mm-hmm. and the, the inferences. I mean, humans, we do have a lot to bring to it. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my goodness. You, you never let this train go off the rails. You really have to make sure that you're paying attention to what the content is, especially in retirement plans. I always jokingly say, like, we have the ERISA as like our first rules and regs. And we have the DOL, and then we have FINRA, and we have the SEC, and then we have different compliance requirements based on different home offices. <laughs> and <clears throat> those are all individually little landmines, every single one of them. And these large language models are not trained on any of that. That's not a common thing for most people to be aware of. So if anyone here actually wants to make a large language model based on our industry, that would be a pretty cool (laughs) business idea. (laughs) Are you taking applications for that? I don't know. That might actually be kind of cool. Reach out to some friends. (laughs) So what do you think is the best way or one of the best ways to begin using these to get your, you know, your feet wet. Sure. Sign up for some of the accounts. Um, I think ChatDP is 20 bucks a month, something like that, and play with it. 
you know, just write in random questions. If I were an advisor and I was trying to figure out how do I use this, I would use it to enhance social media. So today, you know, you read a great article. Awesome. Well, in our industry, most of us read on a pretty regular basis. And then you open up ChatGPT and you say, hey, I just read an article about, and then you tell ChatGPT what the article is about. And you ask, can you help me craft a social media post around this? So start to, and then post that on your social media feed. So take whatever was written, modify it, make sure it's accurate, correct, follow your compliance guidelines, and then post that on LinkedIn and start to engage socially, expand your reach that way. That's a really easy entree into how to use AI to bring awareness into your business. All right, Rebecca, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Give me one big pro and one big con to AI. Better communication through AI, really being able to flesh out what you're trying to say. Uh, I'd say that's the biggest pro. Um, The biggest con, it's not accurate. It is just straight up not accurate at all. So you really do have to make sure that you're never blindly copying and pasting. All right. Is there anything else we haven't touched on that you want to make sure we do? Uh, Just a couple of quick words on compliance, design, and distribution. Compliance is our friends. They are there to help protect, to make sure whatever is said in the bigger world is in line with the rules and regs. ChatGPT and other large language models do not understand our industry at the moment. So it's not something that you can just copy, paste, submit to compliance, throw it over the fence and say, edit this. Compliance actually doesn't edit. That's not their role. Their role is to review. And then if they feel that it's inaccurate, they'll send it back and say, "Eh, there's notes, Um, but they're not editors. I think that's really important. So please set up a relationship with your compliance reviewers so that way you can start to use whatever content you're producing and then be able to share it with the world. Second is design. Uh, We live in a highly visual world. At this time, the AI models are fun. They're super fun to do design with. They're not replacing professional graphic designers. So please make sure that whatever you are sharing you are using um, the right design layout format. So that way it's really going to represent your brand well. And your brand is what's going to create trust over time. And that consistency is going to help you as a retirement plan advisor really go the distance for years of longevity and success in your business. So design reflects your brand. And then third is distribution. So if you use AI to create content, okay, let's say you write an article. Well, you still have to distribute it. So how are you doing that? Writing an email, social media, search engine optimization, those are all different and they actually require a slightly different skill set to optimize them as well. AI is awesome. It's a good tool. It's not the end all be all. We still need experienced professionals to help us cross the finish line, but it is a really great way to add efficiency and uh, and time saving within businesses. (laughs) If someone wants to continue this discussion, and I think there will be people who do, <laughs> how can they reach you? I have been watching YouTube videos on AI for like 
over a year and a half now because I just find it really fascinating. Uh, so if anyone does want to talk more about AI in the future, I'm very much interested in it. All right. So if you want to reach out to me, uh, please, my email is Rebecca at 401k-marketing.com, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Re- linkedin.com backslash Rebecca Hourhand. And thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. All right. And if you found the information <laughs> useful, make sure to subscribe or follow. Let Rebecca know what you're thinking, what else you'd like to talk about and share with others. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for listening to today's 401k marketing podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of our guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of 401k marketing. The content has been available for informational and educational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed.